Welcome to my third mini-sode. Today I had the distinct and wonderful pleasure of speaking with Lucy Hokey again, and she agreed to teach me, or try to teach me, some Gaelic, or I should say Gaelic, 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 kind of like garlic, but from Boston, Gaelic. Anyway, I'm probably butchering it, and I apologize. You should give this a listen because it was a really great interview. Hi, Liz. Lucy. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Not too bad. I was like, I was literally just before I kind of connected to you. I had the two teenage boys going, "What's going on? What's happening? What's where is it?" And then Sunny, my big boy, who's called Sunny, decided to come in and go, "Oh, it must be about eight o'clock in America." And I'm like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, why are you telling me the time in America? Like, I don't need to know this. <laughs> That's a little bit after nine a.m. Just got my oh. coffee. Good so, stuff. Good stuff. How's the connection for you? Is the connection a bit better? A little bit so far. Hopefully, hopefully it won't uh, play back with the glitches like it had last time. Yeah, I'll stand. I'll, I'll um. My Wi-Fi is about three three rooms away. So what I'll do is I'll stand with a direct uh, sniper shot at the, <laughs> at, the, at the at the at the Wi-Fi at the Wi-Fi, and that should make it a bit easier. I think. Hopefully. Yeah. I will tell you, I'm sitting in the car in the middle of what's appearing to be the beginnings of a blizzard. Oh, we've <laughs> just had one. We've just had one. We, we've been, because we've been getting just rain, rain, rain. Finally, in Scotland, we got um, a little bit of snow started yesterday. So I was jumping around like a mountain goat, dead excited. And then... <laughs> We took, I get really excited about things. I love just the way it looks and it feels. And you can see on top of the rooftops, little bird footprints where the wee birds have been stoating about, like walking about, mm-hmm. sorry, stoating about, Scottish, uh, stoating about on the rooftops. And I just like kind of little things like that. And I was up at five o'clock this morning mm-hmm. and I could see who'd been to their car and then gone back inside. So then I was, and I went all kind of like crime watch and saw CSI Glasgow. And I was like, he's clearly having an affair. He's got up in the middle of the night. He's padded across the snow. He's gone and got his phone out of his car. And then he snuck back in next to, next to his wife in bed, you see. So that's the power of snow. <laughs> I know. <I'm> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, for my listeners, Lucy has kindly said she will teach me some Gaelic today. Some Gaelic, yep. I will probably butcher it terribly, so I apologize <laughs> for everyone who speaks it. <laughs> well, there's, there's, I, I probably will as well. Because because I come from English heritage, the way I pronounce it is never going to be perfect. And... Um, that there's like 60,000 people still speak Gaelic in Scotland. And of course, I've got a lot of people on my Facebook who are uh, native Gaelic speakers, like who, when I went to school, I, I learned Gaelic. And, and, and I, I can almost hear my phone buzzing with them going, oh, going to send us the link, send us the link, send us the link. And I'm just going to be like, no, no, she cancelled it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, it's been a long time. It's amazing how when you're a kid, because I did... Uh, Gaelic from primary one, so I was five, 
until I was 15 years old. And it's amazing how, because you're forced to do it, otherwise, uh, you know, Mrs. McDonald would have had your guts for garters. And she actually was called Mrs. McDonald as well. I'm not even kidding you on. Um, and um, and I went to school with our son and we all had to, we, we had to do a certain number of hours. And then um, I did a kind of a, a, what's called the mod in Scotland, which is a big, it's almost like um, X Factor for Gaelic people, right? <laughs> so I did that and I got the lead part, which for a wee English lassie, when I spoke really English when I was a little girl, was like this sort of like, wow, you know in love at the time I was only 13 with my lead uh, character Chris and he'll not mind me saying Chris Barlow and he was my best pal for a long time and um, madly in love with him but, but this is my dream like speaking to him in Gaelic and singing to him in Gaelic and prancing around this stage and, I, and I'm sure we positioned we positioned quite high as well and then I went on holiday to Antigua and another uh, lo- another lassie took my place and I was devastated <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fucker, Antigua can get stuffed." God damn you, four-star hotel for two weeks. Oh yes, I wasn't happy, but yes, I'm going to teach you some stuff. I've got a few here. So the best one. Let's do the best one. Let's be nice, romantic. So, um, I love you. Really, it kind of translates as "You are my love," and it's "Ha Gul Akamorst." So "Ha Gul Akamorst." I would say if I was saying to my children, "Oh, Ha Gul Akamorst." So it's like "Ha," and then "Gul," then "Gul," "Gul," "Akam," yeah, "Akam," "Orst," "Orst," "Ha Gul Akamorst." Without a B. Yeah, so it's like uh, um, in Gaelic, the the G's are a K, so it's like it's actually written A G A M, but you pronounce Akam. It's like it's almost like we were in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so it's like Hagul Hagul Akamorst, which basically means you are my love. Hagul Akamorst, not yeah. Hagul Akamorst. Yes, and that's basically you are my love. I love you. Oh, Hagul. So that's a nice Yeah, Hagul. So you are my love, Hagul Akamorst. So it's like it's, the Gaelic can be quite a rough language. It can, it's quite a clumsy language. And it's, it's like so kind of trying great. to almost sing it. You almost sing. So Hagul Akamorst. Yeah. When you so you do almost it sing it. Like that. It sounds so yeah, Hagul Akamorst. Yeah, you need, to, you need to pretend that you speak Gaelic to speak Gaelic. It's a bit like when you speak Italian, you've got to speak with like a daft pizza kind of accent. Um, so here's one that's fairly traditional. Where's my chocolates? <laughs> that's an important one. Where's my chocolate? I don't like chocolate. Mine would be where's my gin, but I don't think you can say that in Gaelic. Um, so where's my chocolates is catch catch a veal in the chocolate acum, right? Oh, my gosh. So that is. That's a hard one. So it's got that daft akam agam again. So it's catch, catch, a veal, a veal, na chocolate, na chocolate, akam, akam, catch, so, catch, a veal, na chocolate, na chocolate, akam, akam. Yeah, and it's the good thing about Gaelic is it actually makes sense. Because you've got the let you know, like in some languages, even when they're written, the words are back to front and upside down and here, there, and everywhere. In Gaelic, it actually tends to be almost in perfect numerical order, which is really uh, makes it a lot easier to learn. Because catch a veal is is where are, and then na chocolate obviously is my chocolates, right? And mm-hmm. akam is my, so you can kind of still make sense of it. 
Um, where are the chocolates of mine, basically? Yeah, where where's me chocolate? Ah, exactly, where are chocolates <laughs> of mine? Um, so, and the, here's a good one that's for uh, anyone that didn't get their, your chocolates. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's over, Lionel. I'm done. So, um, and that's that's quite an easy one. It's Hattie Shaked. Hattie Shaked. Hattie Shaked. Shaked, yeah. Almost like you've shaked a your boots. You've shaked a your boots. So, Hattie Shaked. Hattie Shaked. Aye, so hat is over. Hat is shaken. There we go. We did a really angry. Hat is shaken, Seamus. Um, it's over, James. It's done. We're done. Um, another one that's quite nice. Oh, I, we were talking about this earlier on about being tired, a bit too tired for the conjugals. So, um, and I've never forgotten this, and I say this a lot when I'm drunk and I want to go to bed. I go, Hammy Dulich. Hammy Dulich is I am sorry. So, Hami Dulich. Dulich, it's a lovely word, Dulich. Hami Dulich. Yeah, Hami Dulich is I am sorry. Okay. And Hami Ski is I am tired. Hami Ski? Ski. Ski, like skiing down a hill. Hami Ski. So, Hami Dulich, Hami Ski. So, I'm sorry, I'm tired. So, because you think buy any chocolates, you're not going to get your shifty. So, so okay, where okay, chocolate? Where is my chocolates? Was oh, H avail no. na chocolate akam? Okay, say it again. H avail na chocolate akam. H avail na chocolate akam. Yeah. Okay. So then, when they say I don't have any, then you. Say, <laughs> I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> Not got any. <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm sorry, I'm too tired for the shifty. So, <laughs> Hami Dulich means I'm sorry, and Hami Ski is I'm tired. And Hami Uwabasa. Hami Hami, Hami, Hami Ski. Yeah. So, that's I'm sorry, I'm tired. So, and then Hami, and they don't bring me chocolate. <laughs> and then, no, you need the chocolates for the caffeine to keep you going all night. Mm-hmm. So, then the, um, and then very, the word very is quite a good one because you can put that in. So, you can do Hami Uavasach. So, Uavasach is a good Gaelic word for very. Uavasach. It's a nice, oh. easy one to say. Uavasach. Uavasach. All one word. Uavasach. And it means very. So, there's emphasis. So, Hami Uavasach ski means I'm oh. really fucking tired. <laughs> I really needed those chocolates. Wabasach. is a brilliant one. So very, very. So you, once you start learning things like I'm thirsty, I'm, I'm no money and all that, you can start chucking Wabasach in. It's like a good emphasis word. <laughs> it, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of the um, the huh sound at the end I, of words. Uh, well, even when you've got a good Scottish accent, it's like lock. If you think about a lock, like obviously you guys on the other side of the pond say lock, and we mm-hmm. obviously would say loch. Um, yeah. So it's like it's that sound at the back of your throat, which tends to make you look really sound really Scottish. Or in my case, obviously talking fast, as you can tell, I've had I've not had any chocolate, but I, I, I have <laughs> plenty of coffee. Um, it, it, it tends to also be obviously that in Scottish, and I struggled with this when I was younger and I was learning because me, English people and American people, obviously we ro- we don't roll our R's, we kind of climb over our R's. Mm-hmm. So in Scotland, it's 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 like I'm trying to think, Julie. I'm trying to think of which ones I've got here that would be that have got ours. Ah, girl's a good one, but that's not a Gaelic word for girl, Sonny. 
But Garo, it, it's like it, you've got to learn how. It's almost like you've got to pretend. Like I said about Italian, you've got to Garo, pretend Garo, that you can speak it. Again, the dialect changes because it's like in Glasgow Garo, it's Garo, and, and in Edinburgh it's Garo, and it, oh, it just it's, it's Scottish language is easy once you can pretend to be Scottish. <laughs> So you just need to pretend to be Scottish and then suddenly you're off and running, like, you know, like being Italian. Um, and there's a lot of words in, in Gaelic that that don't, they never, ever had a Gaelic word for. So like things like, I mean, we were joking about this in the last podcast, like Wellington boot in Gaelic is Wellington boot. <laughs> and, uh, and helicopter is helicopter. <laughs> so that's like, you sort of say it like that. And then I just, I found a really good one. Uh, gorgeous in Gaelic. Well, you are gorgeous in Gaelic. Is how gorgeous? <laughs> so it's how how is you are. So how is you could say how ski you are tired or how gorgeous and it's, it's still Gaelic for gorgeous. Hey, I got that one. Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. It's like Klingon. Um, I've got let's have sex. But you don't need to comply. You're fine. Um, let's have sex is another one where have sex actually is, is only in English. Gallic people apparently don't have any of that. <laughs> um, so it's and it, it let's have would be legion. 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 Yeah, it's a funny spelling that one. So legion and it's legion have sex. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was quite nice. To me, that sounds like let's go down and have sex. And I'm like, where are we going? <laughs> down the stairs, out into the garden. Um, I know. And will you marry me? Will you marry me has got to be traditional. Um, and will you marry me is quite nice and simple. It's am posh who me. Am posh who me? Yeah, it sounds like am posh who me. Am posh who me. Yeah, will you marry me? Oh, of course. There I you go. No, I'm not getting chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so they were quite nice as well. Really nice. Oh, and Cheers is always good. Slanchava, but everybody knows Slanchava. Slanchava, yes. Slanchava. That, that, one, that one everybody over here knows because it's all about yeah. drinking. <laughs> Slanchava is the kind of formal way of saying it. So you would say Slanchava to like a father-in-law or... Um, if you were, I don't know why a judge, a judge just popped in my head. Why would we be having a drink with a judge anyway? Um, I don't know. I'm speaking <laughs> formal people, and I got father-in-law, judge, weird. Um, so that <laughs> just says everything. Um, so that's the, and then slanches just to get your pals and stuff. Slancha. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? It is a good one. I could go a whiskey actually. So how? Okay. Hold on. I, I see. I'm already forgetting them. I can send you them. I can send you them, and I'll, I can even send you them where yes. I, I type. I write out how you is that called phonetic? I don't know. Where you yes. you're, the, you're the wordsmith, and you you and I'll send it to you actually, and you can play about with it. I think there's rules like M H is always V like V. So if you see M H A T H, which means good, so ma, that would be that would be va. As well, so the va is the formal and the ma is the informal. So some this is the other thing with, well, you'll know this being a wordsmith, but languages they've always got the formal and informal, and it's like mm -hmm. I don't feel we have that in English because I can't, I can never quite find 
like the, the 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 informal or formal of like obviously you've got hello and hi but that's about it and hi is american isn't it so it's 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 kind of trying to navigate those because that was what i used to struggle with it would, it would be something similar to if you were greeting a another business person yeah. or a formal person you might <laughs> say hello how are you yeah if you're greeting your friends you'd be like hey what's up how are you doing yeah What's going I know on? what you mean. I think it is kind of like that. I mean, I didn't even know. I I had no idea that Gaelic was only brought was brought to the U was brought to Scotland in the fifth century. I always thought we had distinctive, separate languages. But of course, with people moving and migrating, we know that yeah. you know languages would obviously move and be introduced. But um, Scottish people are really proud of Gaelic, and that we we do pronounce it Gaelic. So almost like you know G A L L I C would be Gaelic. the pronunciation Gaelic, whereas in Ireland it is Gaelic, um, but we, oh. we do pronounce it Gaelic. Um, so it's a slightly different pronunciation of the language itself as well, which take and it just takes. It's genuinely about confidence and like just knowing. Like the T's are often silent. So ha, um, like we were doing uh, like so haguma means i'm good so i am hagamai i'm good <laughs> and uh, or hagu wavasakma oh i'm really good i'm very gay um <laughs> and <laughs> so the ha is, is spelt t-h-a but the t is silent so it's okay. yeah as it's finding that those letters that are kind of pointless um in in most languages you know uh but it's 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 a it's a lovely language to look at i think it always looks dead mystical and mythological mm -hmm. and and what have you but it's an absolute if you if until you get the hang of kind of pretending that you're scottish it's you it's it's a toughie and uh, we had to learn it is. we had to learn scott uh, gallic poetry and of course robert burns and stuff like that and i can remember being a primary five which would have been about roughest you in primary yeah 10 and you know not primary 10 that would make you a weirdo primary five <laughs> so he's really really ab abruptly correcting me there um he uh, a primary five you're about 10 and I remember being really intimidated because I always had the identity of being this posh English girl and then suddenly this got sprung on me and everyone in my class was McLean, McLeod, McKinnon, McTavish and I was Woodhouse. <laughs> a Woodhouse. <laughs> my mum's a Smith and my dad's a Woodhouse, proper Yorkshire, long vowels, no, you'd never sound your R and then you've suddenly got to go, you've suddenly got to go like that, you know, and and I, and, I, and it was, it, it, I felt, I always remember being quite intimidated and then actually really embarrassed and I, I vaguely remember having a panic attack and refusing to do it um so it was a little bit cruel as well really so I have great sympathy and empathy for anyone learning any language because you, you it's it's easy when you know it but if you're not Scottish and you weren't brought up with your granny talking it and your dad talking it and everyone in the pub talking it when they've had too many you, it's it's quite scary and I was the only English kid in the whole school <laughs> and we had a school of about um we had a school of about 200, primary school was 200 pupils, which is small, but I was the only English kid um, in the school. So it was it was a difficult one. But we got there in the end. Yeah, you, I would have never known uh, hearing you talk and, and speak the language. I'd have never known that you started out <laughs> English. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Proper, yes, and quite, um, yes, very much, very English. And, and Yorkshire is a good, thick accent. You can't, it's, you can't shift it when you've got it. And it, mine comes out, mine comes out sometimes when I'm tired, but I tend to go more Scottish when I'm animated. Um, 
and they use all sorts of words that you know beginning with c and that tends to scare people <laughs> it is been a joy as always <laughs> and i really appreciate you trying to teach me these words That's all right and you. i look forward to sending me the yeah. uh phonetic spelling so that i can say them correctly right. without completely I know. I know. alienating an entire country yes. <laughs> I know. It's just practicing, 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 and just kid on. Just walk around the house pretending that you're from Take the High Road, which is was our <laughs> our Scottish soap opera, and just walk around the house pretending that you speak it, and then start and just go for it, and nobody will ever know the difference. You can go down to your wee, go down to your wee corner shop oh, and your wee local, you call it your local store, but go down to your wee corner shop and be like, oh, how come I? And they'll be like, wait, wow, what's happening here? <laughs> just don't say Poch Mahon whatever you do don't say Poch Mahon that's the one that means that's the, that's the kiss my kiss my buttocks one kiss my ass yeah. kiss my, kiss, I remember that that's the one that's the one Poch Mahon don't get your Poch Mahons mixed up with your Kimara Hash of Jews whatever you do that's really that should be getting jailed alright darling thanks very much that's it was a pleasure thank you thanks darling bye Bye.